guys welcome to style with trish exclusive we have an amazing guest today she's an actress and just beautiful and graceful in her own right none other than christine horn hello thank you for coming thanks for having me so <laughs> this happy has to been be here. this has been a long time coming for me um i am a fan of yours and um we we here on the show we like to bring guests on who have an amazing story who are, are ex, ex, just inspiring in in their world and in their journey and i find you to be that person um if you can for the few of y'all who have been behind the or up under a rock can you just kind of share a little bit of your background uh, you are an actress yes well known to me uh, but for <laughs> those who don't know who you are if you would mind sharing yes i'm christine horn i am a um, actress. Mm -hmm. I'm also a life and career coach for actors. Mm. I started, I'm from New York, I'm, but Atlanta and LA is home for me now. Mm -hmm. I started in the theater. I did The Lion King for five years on Broadway, on national tours, mm -hmm. and then I transitioned into film and TV. My first big film that I didn't get cut out of was, <laughs> I say that because I did stuff before, but the, when I didn't cut out of was Stomp the Yard. The oh, first wow. Stomp the Yard with Columbus Short, I got to push him around in line. Yeah. So after that, I was like, oh, I want to do more of this. And yeah. so I've gone on to do a lot more of TV and film. I've been on shows like Blackish, Good mm -hmm. Girls, The Affair, mm -hmm. uh, Snowfall, uh, BMF, like a lot. I do a ton of television. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, so now not only do I act full time, but I also have a community called Hollywood Bound Actors where I coach uh, new and seasoned actors, not kids, but just adults who oh, want cool. to do what I do. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah. You mentioned that your start was in theater. We mm -hmm. talked a little bit off set. And you said that you've been acting and, and doing theater since you were in high school. Yes. Uh, what is the difference for you in theater? And I mean, love for it. Uh, in the theater versus TV or movies? Oh, it, it's, you know, sometimes people say, you know, what do you like more? And it's hard to say because they're so different. Mm -hmm. You know, theater is the best training ground because you, there's no take two. There's no do overs. Your, mm -hmm. your energy based on how the audience feels and what mm -hmm. they're giving you can affect you. If you mess up, oh, well, you got to fix it. <laughs> right. Going, yeah. And there's something about the lights when the lights hit you. It's just this an electric thing mm -hmm. that happens. Mm -hmm. So it is really a, in the bond you have with your castmates because mm -hmm. you're all in it together. Mm -hmm. It's really special, but it's really taxing especially mm -hmm. doing eight shows a week. Um, TV and film, I've fallen in love with. That's where my true love is right now okay. um, because of the intimacy and, and relationship that I've built with the camera lens. Mm -hmm. I always like to say I treat the camera lens like, you know, that person who, you know, thinks you cute, but, you know, you act like you don't see them, but <laughs> you, you know flirt. they see you, right? <laughs> so, you know, and, and learning how to master that and manipulate that and, and work your angles and all of that. Mm -hmm. and, and then really acting like it's not there and mm -hmm. just having these intimate moments with another actor is really really wonderful and then the challenge of doing take after take or doing a big emotional scene taking a break for lunch mm -hmm. picking back up from that same wow. place you know that is a challenge in its own mm -hmm. right and then you see the magic come to life with the editors and our you know our writers and our cast and crew mm -hmm. it's so much fun and I love being spoiled in my trailer and yeah. you know all those <laughs> things um, so they're both very magical places I always like to say being on a 
a set mm -hmm. is one of the most mad. It makes me think of the, being on, in, in the theater, actually, yeah, yeah. because they built a set to look like a house and they've yeah. done this stuff. So you get to play pretend. And mm -hmm. the fact that I'm always like, pinch me. The fact that I'm getting paid to do what I what was you doing, love. you know, mm -hmm. growing up in the Bronx, talking to myself, playing with my dolls mm -hmm. is a dream come true. Yeah, I'm, I can imagine. I, I see the passion. I feel the passion when you're talking about your craft. Um, a little bit when you were talking about the theater made me think of singing. I sing. Oh, okay. And so yeah. just being able to go and connect with the audience, I get that. For me, the camera probably be would be a little difficult um, with on the TV um, as well because you don't have that connection. But you say you do have a connection with the camera. I thought that was amazing. One mm -hmm. of the things I wanted to ask you about was the importance of harnessing your craft mm -hmm. and you study. You work with other artists and and actors, actresses who are up and coming. How important is that? How has it been important for you? And how important is it for up and coming? It's so important because people can see through it. Mm -hmm. There's something I tell my students. I tell them the camera is a lie detector and the eyes tell no mm -hmm. lies. So if you're not connected, the, we're going to know. The audience will know. Mm -hmm. We've seen people like <laughs> crying, right? Like, oh, yeah, you're sure, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not enough to just act like you're acting. It really is about being and, and operating from a deep sense of telling the truth. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what separates a really good actor from one that's just kind of coasting or maybe mm -hmm. got the job because they have, you know, a million TikTok followers. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that happens. You, you hear mm -hmm. people who are singers and they, they become famous because they had a song out online, but they mm -hmm. can't do eight shows a week or they can't handle right. the touring schedule and the, what really is required. Right. So for me, I think just for no matter what line of work you're in, it's like, you don't, some people say, I'm going to be an actor tomorrow. I'm like, okay, but people don't decide to be a doctor tomorrow. Like they, exactly. they got to go to school and you got to train. I mean, in order to be a good doctor, mm -hmm. someone, that, someone mm -hmm. that we trust. Mm -hmm. And so I feel it's the same way. So I think good actors make it look easy, mm -hmm. in which, which is why people think, oh, I can do that. I'm cute. Right. <laughs> you right, know, right. but you, you end up finding out the truth. Yeah. When, it, when it's showtime. Yeah, we were talking about one of your roles and I was a little thrown when you came in. I was like, oh, she's so soft and prim <laughs> and proper and the, that role was rough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's a sign of a great actress, I believe, that uh, you know, people will kind of perceive you in a certain way. I guess it has advantages and disadvantages, but um, that was kind of, I kind of assumed you were going to be a little rougher on the, on the edges, but you all the way saw. That's so funny too, because the role you're talking about, as a simultaneously, I was playing another role in another hit show, mm -hmm. and she was a homewrecker. Totally mm -hmm. different kind of role. And they were, the audience, a lot of the online audience on Twitter, on social media, had no idea it was the same person. Wow. I didn't I didn't realize it. I did not realize it. <laughs> All of a sudden, it. there were these memes going around, like, putting me, my character side to side. Did y'all know this was the same actress? I was like, well, that's acting. But yes. they, they hated me for one and loved me for another. Yes. So I was like, oh, I'm doing a good job yes. when it evokes that kind of emotion, good or bad. Yeah, you, you're doing an amazing job. Um in what you're doing. And you've been in this, I think we discussed 20 years, you've been out here doing this. How has it, um, how has the industry changed, improved or gotten worse when it comes to us beautiful black women as actresses? <sighs> well, you know, it's still a bit of a struggle, but it has improved and mm -hmm. it's improved in a, you know, due to actually streaming services and mm -hmm. also more black creators coming out, more mm -hmm. black directors, more black writers mm -hmm. um, who are creating work and telling our stories. So mm -hmm. it opens up opportunities. Right. Um, and so the fact that they're able to get into the doors and be producers, showrunners, mm -hmm. executive producers um, really helps yeah. because it helps to open the door for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. So it has improved in that way. However, I mean, there's still instances where 
you know, racism, racism still exists in this oh, yeah. industry. Typecasting still exists. So you're always kind of navigating that. You mm-hmm. know, it's I to me, it's all a game. Like mm-hmm. I walk up, my ideal, my daily life is a ball is a a choice to be bald, mm-hmm. but I also know, okay, when I'm playing this role, I need to add a wig for this or do mm-hmm. that based on what I think this Hollywood industry is expecting for mm-hmm. this kind of character. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's the kind of thing where no one is forcing me to do this. Right. You right. know, and so I'm grateful for the strides that my ancestors have laid and, and actors who've come before me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a long way to go, mm-hmm. but I am grateful for diversity. Back in the day, roles would just say African-American woman, right. 20 to 30. Mm-hmm. You know, now roles will say open gender. I've booked many roles that write open ethnicity, okay. open gender, like be like, oh, anybody can be a doctor mm-hmm. or anybody can be a, you know, a police officer. Mm-hmm. So that's where it has changed over the years okay. and that it's not so like we need a sassy black woman for this. Like, mm-hmm. okay, we get it. Like we can do more than that. Right. right. So. Stretching it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we've had actresses on the show before, I wanted to kind of get your take on it. Um, the way it was explained was acting is the only job that you have to interview for each job. Like, for instance, if I want to be a police officer, I only have to interview for that job one time <laughs> and I have the job. Mm-hmm. But acting is, is a profession where you have to continuously interview for a job. I'll take it further. Okay. No, acting is the only place where you do the job mm-hmm. bef- without having the job. Really? It's like someone say, you want to drive the bus? Just drive the bus real quick. Just mm-hmm. drive this whole Marta bus. Mm-hmm. Drive the route first. And then we'll see if we like how you drove the uh, bus. That, <laughs> that's true. It's that's not the audition. Just, right. Okay. <laughs> so we're, do, we're going full out for every yes. single one. So that's why even when we don't get jobs, and I know it's tough for other artists. You're like, ah, oh, the rejection. But I, I tell, I have to shift it in my mind and get mm-hmm. to say, well, I've played thousands of characters. Yeah. I haven't gotten paid for all of them, but I have played them. Yeah. And it is just, again... I have to choose. Mm-hmm. I'm big on mindset. I have to mm-hmm. choose that I'm the way I'm getting paid is through challenging myself mm-hmm. and trying on this thing. Mm-hmm. I, this role got to stretch me and mm-hmm. help me for the next thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is very, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, and then it's you know after you, after you do one gig, you're waiting for the next gig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing to me um, that because it's a creative, being a creative, I'm a creative as well. Um, the complexity of it like you you mentioned and as i've witnessed you in in the different roles how are you what are you doing prior to a character how are you studying for a specific role or even maintaining a role like for instance um you we talked about the role where you were the i call her she was straight up cutthroat how do you study for that how do you and you and you ran you still have that role so how is it that you're able to study for it, and then maintain it. Yeah, you know, that's the really fun part is the character creation. So for me, I'll research. Even you know before I even get the role, when mm-hmm. I'm auditioning, I'm researching. I'm researching the timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, So that's in the 80s. I'm researching mm-hmm. anyone who might be similar. You know, I'm, I borrow from people all the time. Like I borrow a little of you, a little mm-hmm. of him, a little of her. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I borrow from men and women, the okay. way somebody talks. I like to figure out how my character walks, how they sound. Like So I, I talk here, but you know, that character talks differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to do this thing where I, I connect characters to animals sometimes if it feels right. Wow. So like if I have a character that walks kind of slow, if I have a character that's kind of flighty like mm-hmm. a bird, mm-hmm. I get to decide what that is. Some some characters I play are like a snake 
Get, mm-hmm. You never know I'm going to bite you. Mm-hmm. So I, I tap into that. I tap into music. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I create backstories. If they're not based on a true, uh, actual, real person, mm-hmm. I create a whole character backstory. Where they're from, how mm-hmm. old they are, how many kids they have, what's their zodiac sign. Mm-hmm. You know, all that kind of stuff. This person just feels so real and true to me. And then making up what my relationships are to the other characters mm-hmm. in the project. Mm-hmm. And that's just the basis. And the longer you play it, the more you find out because you get new scripts mm-hmm. and you're trying to f- figure out, you know, the writers are just writing based on what they thought right so now i have to make it mine and make mm-hmm. it real for me mm-hmm. and you do it so well thank you i just and just i've never um interviewed or even spoke to an actor or actress that has your level of i mean it's just it's like you paint a picture <laughs> or like you see you you're creating a whole was it avatar mm-hmm. for one character yeah. i think that's amazing it it's exciting yeah it um is. from the viewer's perspective um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was chemistry mm-hmm. and how chemistry is developed with your fellow castmates. Um, I love the interaction that you've had with with your co um, actors and actresses. How do you, is that something that's natural or is it something that it can be developed? Um, I think it's a mix of both. Sometimes it, sometimes you just click with a person. Like okay. you meet them. You know, depends. There's been times where someone's supposed to be my husband and I meet them at lunch. You know, Ooh. and we have a scene right after lunch, we have to kiss. Don't know one from Adam. <laughs> it's the most strangest thing. You know, sometimes, you know, you have months to meet to meet people and, and then it, that gradually builds. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you meet somebody and their attitude is thank you. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. like each other at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so at the end of the day, I all that matters is the work that I'm doing on the camera and mm-hmm. on the lens and telling that truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a little tricks that I do, a trick that I like to do, especially if it's a, supposed to be a romantic partner mm-hmm. um, and perhaps someone I do not find attractive, like mm-hmm. for myself. Right, right. I just make myself find anything on that person attractive. Like, I'm like, you might, oh, if I think your ears are cute, I'm like, oh, your ears are so cute. <laughs> right? It's important that I find something that's endearing because right. the eyes tell no lies. Right. So when I look at you, you for the camera, you're thinking <laughs> I'm just like gushing over you. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, little ears are so in my mind <laughs> you I, would gotta, lo- I would love to be in your head in those <laughs> moments <laughs> you have to do what you have to do because all for me all that matters is what lands on yes. the lens and I want to tell a good story yes. so it is nice So, so but sometimes when you know you're going to do um uh, long work with somebody like mm-hmm. I, I did a show on stars where I had this my my whole arc was with this one character Mm -hmm. so you know anytime you have a moment to chit chat just small talk Mm -hmm. or getting to know each other Mm -hmm. uh, in rehearsals anything like that keeping it professional but just warming up so you don't feel like strangers on Mm -hmm. this on the lens because you feel that too and then you're like oh these people have no chemistry Mm -hmm. and that's not not and even just for platonic friendships you know it's like any moment you get, try to build something. But I'm telling you, there are times, some people, in this, in, everybody has their own process. Mm-hmm. So you can't infringe on someone else's mm-hmm. process. Some people may not want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make it up for yourself. Wow. Because all that matters is what you're doing on the, on the screen. Yeah. It's it's amazing. So you, you train and you um, sort of prepare the next generation mm-hmm. or up and coming for actors and actresses. What does that um, what could we expect if we had interest in that and, and getting some training? Because I really, truly believe anything that you're trying to go into is better to do the research, to do the training, mm-hmm. um, work out all the kinks and learn as much as you can. But what would that experience look like um, coming with up under you? To get yeah, that I mean, for me, I'm really a straight, no chaser kind of person. Mm-hmm. I'm very transparent Mm -hmm. that's how my business was even created i just started doing facebook lives back in like Mm -hmm. 2017 Mm -hmm. coming from an audition or Mm -hmm. this callback went well here's what i did and i noticed people just started raising their hand Mm -hmm. so with me i just i literally like i have a program called book more tv 
because that's my specialty. That's TV is, <laughs> as you can see, my yes. passion, my energy is a game. A book more TV is like, it's a game to me. Once you understand, oh, there's a difference in how you act for NBC, CBS, USA, really? for Tyler Perry. There's a different energy on an FX show that's more dark versus, you know, a Disney show. It's light. Nickelodeon mm -hmm. is different. And once you understand that, that's mm -hmm. when everything changed for me. You can't approach it with a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. So this energy and this excitement, I pass that on to my students. And when it clicks for them, mm -hmm. then I, they start booking. And mm -hmm. it's a beautiful thing to see people winning because mm -hmm. it's just a extension. It becomes a ripple effect of beautiful energy put out into the world. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So where would you like to see yourself? I know we're going to talk here in a few minutes about the current strike um, that is occurring in, in uh, with the writers, first started with the writers and then the um, actors now. Mm -hmm. um, but where would you like to see yourself and what would you like to be doing? Let's say beyond the strike five years from now. Um, well, five years, you know, I want to do more uh, series regular stuff. I'm, I, I'm working on a show in Africa that'll be mm -hmm. out next year, but more, I want to do more sci-fi, more thriller, mm -hmm. something that really digs deep into drama. It's like a serial drama would be awesome. Mm -hmm. There used to be a show I used to watch called Parenthood back in the day. It's way mm -hmm. up and off the air for a while, mm -hmm. but something where we can follow a, a, a storyline with the mm -hmm. family, kind of like how this is us, where right. it really makes tearjerker moments, right. right? But if it can be mixed with a little bit of thriller, that would be mm -hmm. fun too. So I just want to, you know, I have a joke with my friends. Like, I just want to sat down someplace. <laughs> right. Okay? Exactly. Because I do a lot of guest star, which is so much fun because I get to try so many roles. But yeah. I'm at a point, I just want to. You want to sit somewhere I want to sit somewhere. And, I, and it's so much fun to build a character over years. Yeah. You know, I've had a taste, even with the shows I've done, but those were guest stars. So I mm -hmm. want to be the star of the show mm -hmm. and get a chance to build a character from scratch mm -hmm. and see where it goes. That's yeah. amazing. I love it. Um, so let's dig into this strike because um, I... For those of us who are not specifically in that industry, we want to support. Mm -hmm. We don't know really how to support. First of all, let's let's rewind back and and if we can discuss why are we currently in a in a strike with the writers and the actors and actresses? Yeah, well, it's it's goes pretty deep. The writers started first just because at the core of it is fair compensation. Okay, that's the core of it for for both unions. Mm -hmm. um, that writers are not getting paid enough. Mm -hmm. Writers who have you know who are experienced are mm -hmm. still getting paid as at their entry level mm -hmm. um there and so it's just and there are with the rise of artificial intelligence mm -hmm. you know the threat of that replacing writers because these computers are very smart yeah and you know people are not able to pay their bills and not able mm -hmm. to qualify for health insurance mm -hmm. you know actors we jump on board too because of the same thing artificial mm -hmm. intelligence mm -hmm. you know they you know proposed you know our contract was expiring mm -hmm. and so when your contract expires you go sit through negotiations okay and in this negotiation process they brought out some things that were just r ridiculous mm -hmm. you they wanted background actors those are the people who who are in the background of mm -hmm. scenes, mm -hmm. they wanted to use them for one day, pay them like maybe a hundred dollars and use their likeness mm -hmm. in perpetuity for the rest of their lives without their permission. Wow. Why would we say yes to things right. like that? Right. Um, we are also fighting for res better residual pay. Mm -hmm. So with the rise of streaming services, which we're, I'm so grateful for, I have done a lot of work. Mm -hmm. However, there's no residuals there. Yes. It's this kind of thing where you get residuals up front, but it's not it's not enough. Mm -hmm. You know, so unless you're on a network TV show like NBC, ABC, that kind of thing, you're mm -hmm. not seeing it. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, you know, actors could live off just residuals right. alone and, right. and be and know they can qualify for insurance and retire. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case anymore. Okay. Most actors are not rich. Mm -hmm. You know, so I know people may be confused and they see celebrities on the picket lines. Mm -hmm. They're supporting us. They're even donating to funds to help actors because the average actor if they're even working, 
is living check to check or gig to gig, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I know I am. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's this thing of even when you, you're on a big show mm -hmm. that has to last you. Cause now you're right. recognizable. You don't go work at Macy's. You, you have to, you don't know you're relying on residuals, relying mm -hmm. on that for your daily um, survival. And so it is at the core. There's so many other things in the contract that need work, but the right. biggest core things are compensation being protected from artificial intelligence mm -hmm. um, and just protection overall yeah. because it's just gotten out of hand mm -hmm. and the fact that we even have to strike and we haven't been on the actors haven't been on strike i think since 1980 like mm -hmm. it's it's mm -hmm. wild yeah yeah and so the way people who are not involved in the industry can support is just by if they see something that we share resharing it okay. you know people say maybe should we stop watching streaming services no because the big people at the top want to act like Actors don't matter. Right. Writers don't matter. Right. So we won't we're, we won't be making it better by not watching it because they'll be like, see, nobody's watching mm -hmm. it anyway. What's why mm -hmm. we should why should we pay you? Okay, that's, so no, that's keep all on I need to hear. Right, keep on watching. <laughs> like, we just want to be fairly compensated for yeah. it. You know, yeah. for years they've been saying we don't know how to measure the streams. They've been saying that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, when it first came out, perhaps, but now there's so many streaming so services. Many. And if you watch a show, you know, 10 million streams, like, like you're telling me I don't get anything else from mm -hmm. that. That doesn't even make sense. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mm -hmm. even make sense. And so I definitely voted yes to strike, mm -hmm. and I'm glad we are. It's mm -hmm. tough for, for all of us in the community, right. Right. but we're willing to do that because we need to. We yeah. need change. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that's a way that we can we can support because, you know, it was, it was almost... I was almost afraid to watch anything. And I've heard people now they're starting to say it on social media. Give the writers, give the actors what they want. We're ready for our shows to come right. back. Oh, fall's going to be real sad. It's going to be lineup. horrible. You're going to you're gonna have reality shows and uh, reruns. Now, now what's, your, <laughs> what's your take on the reality, on the reality shows? I mean, I think... I like to leave space for creatives to be creatives. Um, but I'm not, I'm personally not a fan of, of reality TV because to me, it seems like it's ignited for things to happen. Oh, it's, it isn't like you said, can that, can those same people come on a set and know what their camera is and do they know the language and the lingo of what it takes to really be an no, actress? No, it's like reality shows honestly are like bad acting. Right. Because it's supposed to just be the person. And at the core of it, when reality shows started back in the day, it was mm -hmm. just supposed to be a camera, a fly on the wall, following this person around and seeing what mess they got into. Mm -hmm. You know, think about the early real world stuff. You right. Know? Right. And that's what that was. It was very voyeuristic. But mm -hmm. then it's like, no, like we need the drama. We have mm -hmm. to still, you know, and it's you see how awkward it is. People just at a coffee shop. So tell me about right. Johnny. What happened? Because <laughs> right. they're doing three takes of it. And it's it's painful. So that's why I say it's bad acting, because. Yeah. These people are just regular people yeah. who now have to do a take two and take three. Yeah. I mean, the camera's in the house when the, we open the door. Like, right. we get that this they didn't. This isn't, you know, it's loosely it's, scripted. And right. it's, sometimes it's really painful. But the thing <laughs> about is. it is it's cheap to film. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why we get so much of it. So now are they considered in that number? Well, I guess they're not considered actors and actresses legit because they're they're still acting and they're still doing well, doing their thing during the strike well certain ones certain okay. reality shows are fall under a union contract and certain okay. don't some don't it just depends on okay. what network and who's the production company behind it okay yeah okay see that cleared that up for mm -hmm. me um we have a, a few minutes left um i really want you to kind of inspire and speak to we talk to the everyday woman here on style with trish and 
every day is is could be it doesn't have to be flamboyant but we you know we great and we're queens and no matter uh our walk of life but just encourage us to continue to in this mad world stay soft you Mm. know in this mad world stay committed stay focused whatever words you want to encourage us please leave us with yeah well i will say first of all just remember that you are amazing beautiful one of a kind wonderful never duplicated like you were there's just one of you and you know it's about you I like to say remember to step into your main character energy Mm. you get to be the leading lady the leading man of your life Mm. you know so if you feel like you're living a life that feels uninspired I want you to pretend like you are uh, a screenwriter you can write a new script for your life, mm-hmm. right? You can, whatever's not working, you can say, cut, that's not working. Let's <laughs> let's do a take two and do that over again. Yeah. You know, I like to also say, you know, like you are your own competition. We don't have to look there or look there f- to see what's going on. Just think about what you want, what you desire. Mm-hmm. You get to live your life by design. Mm-hmm. That's how I live. So you get to cho- choose what you want to do every day, choose mm-hmm. what experiences you want to have, the people you want to be around. Mm-hmm. Remember, like attracts like. So mm-hmm. look at your circles. If you don't like it, you get to change it. Yeah. You know, there's power. You have more power than you think you do. That was wonderful. That word was just about as bright as your yellow that you have on today. <laughs> you came on the set today ready. You yes, hear me? <laughs> I had to come with the bright, bright. This is a beautiful dress I got in Africa. It's a line called Frida. When wow. I was in South Africa filming, and it was, I got so much in, so in, much in trouble in this one store. Mm-hmm. And it was just... Uh, so you overspent. <laughs> well, that, that money was spent well yes. on that dress. Thank you. But thank you so much for hanging out with us. A beautiful person, beautiful aura. Just um, humble, and I pray, my prayer is that everything you touch is success. Thank and we're you. also praying that this strike ends like yesterday. Yeah, you and me both. <laughs> you and me both. Well, guys, thank you for hanging out with me. Again, I have my guest, Christine Horn. And until the next one, this is Style with Trish exclusive. I'm often asked the question, why the title Style with Trish? And to answer that question is very simple. For me, style isn't just what's on the outer appearance of a woman, it is what is on the inside, which is actually more important. And so what we wanna do and how we wanna incorporate that into our show is that we excitedly bring on guests who feed into the building of self-esteem, Um, as far as uh, mental health and improving yourself, uh, self-help. We bring guests on and experts on to actually help us build those areas, increase those areas to make us a better us on the inside. Once we're built healthily on the inside, then we can start rocking out um, the outer look. Outer look is the easiest part to redo, to fix, The inner is what's the most difficult. So style isn't just what's on the outside. It actually starts with what you possess on the inside. Hey guys, this is Trish Stanley. Catch up on season one of Style with Trish by going to TrishStanley.com. If you are not able to catch the show on YouTube, make sure you go to my website, TrishStanley.com and check out our podcast, TrishStanley.com.